0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content.
1: Now, back to the show. All right, it is good to have you back to the show. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, and I'm your host, coming to you live from the Church of Corpus Christi in Bismarck, where I am pastor. My parochial vicar, Father Obergay, which is with me. Karen Selinsky as well. Before we move into Don Lucas, my next guest, I want uh, a reminder of our, our, our fundraising banquets. You know that... Uh, Real Presence Radio is we're entirely funded by by our our listeners and uh, our banquets are, are a key way uh, that we can meet uh, our fundraising goals tonight in Rapid City, uh, Dr. Ralph Martin uh, will will be at their fundraising banquet. But looking forward to our our November banquets in particular, Sioux Falls November 10th, Aberdeen November 17th, and here in Bismarck where I'm coming to you live right now, uh, November 21st. Uh, And we have over 90 tables uh, set in in Bismarck. And we also mine it as a new location Mm -hmm. on December 1st, where we have 23 tables. Uh, Then it proceeds to Rochester. And then in February, Fargo and Duluth. So uh, please uh, host a table or come as a guest. Uh, the, these are these are not just important for the for the numbers of dollars we raise, but but also the uh, the community mm-hmm. of Real Presence Radio. Karen, yep. uh, how do they uh, get involved?
2: Uh, they can go online at realpresenceradio.com and register there, or they can call 877-795-0122. We'd be happy to you know have as many people as possible. We have a good group going on here in Bismarck, so. Good.
1: Keep up the good work. Again, that's our, 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 our banquets. Uh, our Real Presence Live radio network has keynote speakers for our upcoming banquets and keep that in mind as we continue to support the work of uh, Real Presence Radio and, and, and really God's will in, in how God uses Real Presence Radio really in ways that we don't even know. So I, I welcome all of our guests. I hope you're having a good start to the day. For those of you who are driving and listening to us, I hope you meet your des- de- destination safely and get done what you need to get done and, uh, and I, I think we still have some pretty good weather in the area, uh, although it is cooling off and it is in November going to cool off. My next guest, Don Lucas, uh, we're we're talking about uh, the history and the making of 26,000 rosaries. Uh, Don Lucas is, is here in my office at Corpus Christi. Don, good morning. Good morning, Monsignor. It's great to, uh, to have you. When I met you, I told you you have the radio voice.
2: Oh, I, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> I, I said yeah, you, you should be doing the show. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a crack at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh,
1: so. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Don.
2: Well, um, you know, my story is different. I'm one of those few people that remains alive after being born in a depression and because of the depression thing i have worked all my life until i was age 58 when i retired i had numerous jobs from the time i was age 6 and the t- until the time that i graduated and then uh retired from the amoco refinery with after having been a manager of operations for several years so what you need to look at is this brace of time between the time when I was selling newspapers to the time that I graduated early um... there's a lot in between those times but basically what it means is that my mother taught me that the thing I needed to do was work and I did that all my life that's a snapshot of, of my life Where are you from originally? Graceville, Minnesota And when did you come to this, this area? I moved here after I graduated from college, and uh, that was in 1957. And uh, may I ask, how old you are now? I'm 93. 93 wow. years old, and so what, what, what's the secret? Oh. You know, I, I've been asked that question many times, and all I can tell you is that I watch my health. Um, sometimes I don't do anything about it, but I do watch it. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, whatever you're doing, we need to know. Yes, yeah, you, absolutely. You, you, you look if,
1: good. You sound great. If I ever find out, Monsignor, I'll tell you. Well, <laughs> and you you also have good genetics, uh, so you can thank your parents for that. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, um, can I ask, have you ever been a smoker? I uh, I smoked for four years when I was in the army, mm-hmm. and a couple years after that, I I quit when my wife quit. And we both quit because we didn't want our daughters to smoke. Mm-hmm. And that worked. Neither one of them ever smoked. Uh, uh, so, you, but you look great, Don. Mm-hmm. Thank you. A- and I'm 55. If I can
1: look half as, if I can be alive at 93, <laughs> I, I uh, but you, you look, you look fantastic. Well, yeah. Thank you. It's great to have you on Real Presence Radio and you, you're, you're live right now on the Upper Midwest Radio Network. Sure. Which is very, very expansive. Uh, so tell us, um, about, about, uh, making rosaries. When did you first start making rosaries? Why? What's the inspiration for this? Um... Why rosaries?
2: You know, it's it's a really difficult question. I uh, we started this over 21 years ago, and the first thing we did was we made a lot of rosaries. And the question was, what do you do with them once you make them? And we tried to sell them. We found that selling a rosary to a Catholic was a little like selling an ice cube to an Eskimo, (laughs) and uh, so that didn't work too well. Not a big market. Not a big market. No. And uh, and so after that, we decided to find a, a rosary table, and we put that rosary table up and put the rosaries on it, and and the and that rosary table has been in effect for over seven thousand days. We have never been without a rosary for twenty-one years at Saint Anne's. We think that's instrumental in helping people pray. People 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 take our rosaries and they take them home and they. Given to their kids, sometimes we don't care. It's, it's only a matter of exposing people to the rosary. And what I remember from all of that is the, the story that we all know about Fatima. And uh, it was when the Holy Mother said that you need to pray the rosary every day in order to stop the wars, wars in our world. So that's, that's, been a, that's been a guiding light to me. But you know, there's more to What we do with rosaries, and the thing that we do with rosaries is quite different. Normally when you think about a rosary group, you you think about this group that meets and makes rosaries and talks. We don't do that. We have a credenza in the gathering space at St. Anne's, and that credenza has a bunch of drawers, and we put uh, all the kinds of material that you need to make a rosary in the drawers of that credenza. And uh, the rosary makers come in, and they take what they need. And they don't check it out. They take it out. And they take, the rosaries, they take the rosary material home, and they make rosaries, and they bring them back. Some people, some people make 10 rosaries a week. Other people make 150 rosaries a week. That's how it goes. We make um, 2,000 rosaries every month. That's 500 rosaries every week. That's 75 rosaries every day mm-hmm. and um, it just works like that I can't I can't tell you how much how strongly I feel about these people that make rosaries you know they should be here today not me I'm just a spokesman so anyway here's what we do when when people make rosaries they bring them to the same credenza and they put them in a specific drawer and um, Twice a week, I go to St. Anne's and I pick up those rosaries, and and the way, the, the the way people give them to me is they put them in a baggie, and and in that baggie they also put a, a, a sheet of paper, that tells the number of rosaries, and the name of the person who made them, who made them, and and, um, and so I, when I see that box get so big, I decide to send to someplace in the United States looking for. A person that might want those rosaries. Currently, currently, I'm uh, checking out with the boroughs of New York: um, Queens, New- uh, uh, Staten Island, Long Island, um, places like that, Brooklyn, and um, and anyway. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my track.
1: No, wor- no worries. Uh, Don Lucas is my guest. So, Don, you're a member of Saint Anne's. I am. How long have you been a member there? Ever since 1957. So, um, so so we're going to take a break, Don, if you could hang on. And we're, we're going to talk about how, how you get these rosaries to areas, uh, not just the people here, but, but, in, but in the areas across the United States, in your journey to make 26,000 of them. You're, you're a great guest. Don Lucas is my guest. And we're, we're also going to talk about the power, uh, the, the power of the rosary. Okay. It, it's a true weapon. It is. Uh, and uh, against evil. And um, the intercession of Our Lady is, um, is, is a great gift. Sure. We, we have in our Catholic faith. And then how somebody can get some of the rosaries that, that you make. So we're going to be back in just one moment. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're coming up on 44 minutes past the hour. You're listening to us live on our Upper Midwest Real Presence Radio Network, funded and supported by you who are listening. We'll be back in just one moment.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The very word Catholic means universal, and so we transcend... Boundaries. We we cross boundaries. Obviously, the the parish, the diocese, they have boundaries which are, are useful. But but the church is universal, and to be able to have the the participation of bishops from all the dioceses, really in this entire area, our whole region and province, does convey that sense that the church isn't just one little enclave. It's not just one little corner of the world. But really, it. it Uh, embraces the entire world. Certainly it embraces this region. And yeah, it's true, the bishops of of our area, we all have different personalities and different gifts, but we proclaim the same faith. And uh, that comes through marvelously. And I I also think, too, that for our faithful in the Diocese of Fargo, it's good to hear news from other places. It's good to hear what's going on in other dioceses and parishes and families. And uh, Real Presence helps to make that happen. Lord God, I ask your blessing on Real Presence Radio on all those who listen and all those who support this network. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. During this year-end season of giving, Real Presence Radio
1: wishes to extend a heartfelt thanks to all that have extended support this past year, including those that have contributed to the Real Presence Radio Permanent Endowment Fund. These funds remain permanent while the annual earnings are used to support operations. To learn more about an endowment gift, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kitrowski, Director of Advancement, at 701-290-4503. Together, we are making a difference
0: this is real presence live on the rpr network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the upper midwest now back to the show
1: all right at the top of the hour we're going to have some catholic daughters on To hear what they did in Puerto Rico this summer, the Catholic Daughters of the Americas were, were in Puerto Rico this summer, and that'll be coming to you at the top of the hour. And I want to welcome all of our listeners back to this show of Real Presence Live. It's 46 minutes past the hour, wherever you are, and Don Lucas is my guest, wherever you are. He is a member of St. Anne's Parish in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh... He's got the radio voice, he's got the health at 93 years of age to go along with it, and he's a delight for me to meet today and to interview and to hear his conviction of faith and the power of the rosary in our lives of faith. Uh, Don, uh, we talked about the credenza at St. Anne's, people take what they need, bring the rosaries back, and let's talk about this number
2: 26,000. Is this about where you are, 26,000 rosaries? No, we're not there. We're at 22,000. We make 2,000 rosaries a month, but you might expect that we might be at 26,000 at the end of the year. However, I don't think we'll be there because of Thanksgiving, and the work that precedes Thanksgiving, and because of Christmas, and the work that precedes Christmas, and, and people have a life. Yeah, um, and so they they won't be making many rosaries. So I'm guessing we'll probably be at twenty-four thousand. But you know, you asked a question earlier, Monsignor, and and you you alluded to the fact that <clears throat> you wanted to hear more about um, how we dealt with others. How do we find them, and how do we that sort of thing? So I want to tell you about that. Um, when when people make a, a bag of rosaries for me, they they, in, they include in that bag a slip of paper, and it contains their name and the number of rosaries. <clears throat> and uh, I, take, I take that bag and put it in a box in my home, and when that box gets full, then I start to look for somebody that might take our rosaries. And I can tell you that this year we will have contacted maybe 350 or 360 different Catholic schools in the nation, and I mentioned that we're working on New York now. Well, we've already worked on Louisiana and Florida, and we av- we avoid the West Coast for obvious reasons. And um, um, your, your smile took me off track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me let me finish, Father. Any, anyway, um, I, I I pack the rosaries. I, I find a place for them to go, and and uh, in in the uh, words that I that I send by email. To the principal of that school, I always say this one thing. Um, Madam Principal or Mr. Principal, would you please, if you don't mind, have your students say a Hail Mary for those who made that rosary. And then I tell them the names of the people that made that rosary. And those names come from that slip of paper that I get from that package. And, And you can't imagine the replies that I get from that I expected that they would say we said a Hail Mary it isn't like that at all it's something far different and and what what it is to me is that you have um, notes and letters and pictures and you have different things that come from the the parents and and the teachers themselves and the kids are just instruments that are that are praying these rosaries and so when I, when I get the comment back from these principals, I, I send those, that piece of information to those who made the rosaries. So it's a complete cycle. I wish it were an easier way to do it, but it's okay with me, and that's how we complete the circle. Don Lucas is my guest.
1: Don, if I'm a parent listening to this and I think, you know what, uh, you know, winter's coming, and we all need a little less screen time for the kids. We're going to make some rosaries this winter. Yep. How, how, do you, how, how do I make a rosary?
2: Where, where do you learn how to make a rosary? You, you come to me, and uh, I teach people how to make rosaries. We have had, uh, I've written two articles for the Dakota Catholic Action. Both of, those are, both of those articles have said we offer free rosary lessons and all the equipment that goes with it, to all the people in our diocese, and we've had good luck for both of those sessions. In fact, so good that I'm thinking about starting a new session, and I'm not sure when that'll be. It'll be after I have surgery, and a recovery. So anyway, I have that in mind. How do people get a hold of you, Don? They call me, and my number is two two three, eight five two six. And I'm glad you asked that question, Monsignor, because I have it in mind that. That um, because I'll be out of the picture for maybe a month, that we should be contacting people. I should be doing that. And uh, we should be telling them to call me at my number and let me know that you have an interest. If there's enough people that, wanted, that have an interest, I'll give more rosy-making lessons. Uh, and the materials are provided? Free. Everything is free. Everything. Everything is
1: free. Tell me, tell me how this has changed your life of faith. All of this, because <sighs> this is an, you're an inspiring man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, you sit before me with great conviction. I do, and you 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 also have courage, but you also have a sense uh, of your success in this, Don. You,
2: you know, don't, I, I don't I don't look at it as a, as a success. I, you know, I, I see I see me as a spokesman, and and I don't make roses anymore. I used to make a lot of them, but. But the the heart of the whole matter is is the way the rosymakers have this attitude that they're willing to sit down in front of a TV set and do what they do. And and what I'm thinking is that there needs to be a reason for that. There needs to be something that ties people together with making rosies. And here's what I think it might be. I, I think it might be from the statement that the Holy Mother made at Fatima. I think it might be that people inherently know that they need to make rosaries because we need to stop the wars. That's what she said. And uh, I think that's behind me, and I think it's behind them. I don't know that. I just presume that.
1: And how has this changed
2: you, this this calling? Oh. Well, it makes me pray the rosary every day. And it makes me... uh, continue to do what I do even though I'm a bit old for it but uh, age you know is just a just a number and, and so the whole age question is immaterial to me It just it, it never affects me other than I have to use this walker but you, you, you <laughs> stand and you do walk, do you drive? all the time and,
1: uh, and, and you, you, you work the phones? all the time uh, and UPS, mail? all the time and and how do people support do you need do you need support i'd love it and and again by calling you yeah 2238526 don lucas 701 2238526 701- i'll mention that later in my show as well don sure so th- this this is um quite a story and i i think the reason why it's so beautiful don is because I think it can renew the love of the rosary really in everybody who's listening yeah. listening to your, right. to, to your dedication to it T- tell me why the rosary is so powerful in, in, in the lives of people
2: I think it directs them I think it makes them think about God it makes me think about the Holy Mother it makes me think about uh, Fatima and Lourdes it makes me think about all those things it it, it 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 creates an, an environment in which you can be a part of it that's how, that's how i see it
1: and we we have been given so great a mother uh, by our lord and uh, we know that her intercession always leads us back back to him sure and uh, <laughs> meditating on the mysteries we certainly meditate on on so much of the gift of the catholic faith that we have don lucas is my guest He's a member of St. Anne's in Bismarck, North Dakota. He has uh, been making rosaries, leading people to make rosaries, teaching people how to make rosaries. And if you are listening to this and want to, or you're listening to this on a podcast in perpetuity, his number is 701-223-8526 Don Lucas, L-U-C-A-S and he can help the rosary impact your life, as it has certainly impacted his. Don, we got a couple of minutes left. Any final thoughts?
2: You know, we didn't get to talk. <clears throat> we didn't get a chance to talk about my my life, and uh, and you know, I'm, I've told you my age, and um, and there are things that happened in my life that wound up with me retiring early. I was a manager of operations for a number of years, and uh, I, have, uh, I graduated with a degree in chemical engineering and a minor degree in mathematics. And so I was well-geared to do the work at a refinery in Mandan. I enjoyed the work. I loved it. But I loved one thing more. I loved spending time with my wife, and I loved traveling. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's what I chose to do.
1: And tell me tell me about that part of your life.
2: My traveling? Yes. Oh, we traveled all over. We uh, we went to uh, we we had a timeshare in Kauai. We had a motorhome that allowed us to see all the states of the union. We we spent winters in uh, in Mexico, in uh, in Australia, New Zealand, and uh we spent many winters in uh, on Oahu and some in Kauai. Um, we just loved that. It was a great way to spend a life.
1: And now, now you're back, settled in Bismarck. I and I, I wish you well in your upcoming surgery. Uh, we, we need you. We need you healthy, Don. Sure. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of work ahead of you. I do. And thanks for coming on. You're welcome. My show of Real Presence Radio and coming to Corpus Christi today. I'm happy to do that. Again, his number is seven zero one two two three eight five two six. He can make available to you the materials, the knowledge, and really the inspiration to make rosaries that impact the lives of others. And you said so beautifully, you have evidence. Of I how it, it really has impacted the lives of others and will continue. Well, don't give up on the West Coast yet, Don. <laughs> oh. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, Are you from the, the West Coast? No, 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 <laughs> no. Western I, North I, Dakota. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but, but that, that that that's that could be a very fertile and needed ground for you. Yeah, okay? I know, I know, the, the, I know. The, the, the West Coast is out there. The only I, thing. The only thing for others is they turned me down. Yeah, I I I, <laughs> I have a lot of priest friends uh, in in Oregon, in Washington State, yeah. in California. And one of my great friends, uh, Bishop Muggenberg, is the Bishop of Reno. We can get you in those areas. Oh, can you You, you really? Let me know, okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Let me time. know when. Okay. Don Lucas has been my guest. 701-223-8526. On the journey to 26,000 rosaries. Our Lady has been very pleased with this interview, Don, and I want you to take care of yourself. Come back and give us an update, okay? I shall. We'll be back in just one moment. This is Monsignor Schumacher coming up on the top of the hour, wherever you are. We'll be back in just one moment.